welcome or welcome back to a Practical Home Podcast. In this space, we discuss all things cottage witchery and home magic. So grab a coffee, get cozy, and stay for a while. Hey, it's Mandy. Long time gnome speak. (laughs) I am finally able to sit down and... Uh, record another batch of episodes and um, it's been some time. I guess this is a pattern. I was looking back at my episodes from 2021, 22 and 23 and I'm like, oh, hey, I guess I have for some reason or another taken a break in the summer and fall and jump back in in the winter. Um, not intended to be the pattern of the, of the schedule, but here we are. Uh, I have a lot of updates that I wanted to go through. Um, but the main focus of today's episode is I want to look at the year ahead. I'm trying personally to leave 2023 behind me. Maybe some of you are as well. And so I don't want to fixate on the year past and mistakes that I made and things that I regret or anything like that. I want to focus on 2024. And um, I have some really specific goals And I wanted to just chat about those. And um, maybe you're looking to set some goals, something that's realistic. (laughs) It's not, I'm going to go to the gym every single day, or I'm going to lose 50 pounds, which I think is on everybody's uh, New Year's resolution every year. Um, But also just things if you're if you're trying to set some some goals for ways to improve your life this year, improve your practice, uh, maybe you can get some inspiration from what I have set out. And I hope I can help with that. So yeah, let's grab a coffee. I got water because I've had way too much coffee today already. And let's chat. Okay, I was looking back at the last time that I posted an episode and it has been over half the year. Um, I did an outdoor episode where I was in my potting shed giving an update and talking about morning rituals. And I had mentioned a lot of stressors that had hit us in the early part of 23. We had a couple family losses and several rounds of illness, several household issues that had come up already. And that was just May. And I had said in that episode, I actually just listened to it a little bit ago so I could reflect on some things. I had had said that I I felt like we were kind of like taking a turn for the better. And let me tell you something. <laughs> 2023. <sighs> 2023 was something. It was really something. Um the trend continued. We have a, we had a few more losses in our family. Um and the later half of 2023 we had uh, a, a much lesser loss, but it's still a loss. We had a, a chicken have a really serious attack um, from a neighbor's dog um, that we lost. We lost a chicken. Um, it was just, you know, it was just a lot. <laughs> 2023 was just a lot. And I could never really find any time to sit down and produce an episode. I also really struggled with just taking care of myself in 2023. That's a big thing that I want to work on in 2024 for me. And I think it would benefit my family. I really put myself at the bottom of the list of people that I need to take care of 
in my family. And I am always so hyper-focused on what the kids are doing and what my husband's doing and my parents and everybody else. And I, I get to myself last. And that really... That's not great. That causes a lot of issues and drains my energy, heightens my stress, and I just don't feel like myself. I struggled with that for the most of the the major part of 2023 is just feeling like myself. Um, I just felt off for several months. That combined with, you know, everybody's best friend, a little bit of imposter syndrome, um, I just really struggled to find motivation for all of the things that I have planned for this podcast that I was so excited about at the beginning of the year, um, really just came crashing down on me. And I felt like, I don't know, I felt so disingenuine and I just, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, but I've taken some time. I went to a little bit of therapy, although I wasn't very happy with my therapy experience. I need to figure something else out, but I, just did a lot of reflection and tried to get as much help as I could from those around me of how to accept some things and feel more like myself and um, kind of embrace the truths about myself. So yeah, in general, for my life update, 2023 was just very interesting. I hope yours was better. (laughs) I hope it was. (laughs) Um, Aside from that... We have a lot of stuff going on at the house um, that has been in motion for the whole of the summer. We have a lot of projects going on here. Um, There were way, way more things were accomplished this year than I anticipated we were going to do because we moved several projects in the house from 2025 to or 2024 to 2023 unexpectedly. But there's also still so much I want to do. Um, one big thing, uh, I mentioned that we had the dog attack on our chickens. That was because dogs broke through the fence um, and came into our yard. It was a really traumatic event for everybody involved, but um, that led us to building a new fence unexpectedly, um, increasing our backyard size because we moved our, our fence line up and yeah, just a, a whole lot of work on, on that boundary adding some more protection around around that so that our chickens can be more safe and they can start roaming again. So that's been good. And um, we also added, I had this crazy idea and uh, I wanted to add a window in our kitchen and our house does not have a window in our kitchen. We just have wall to wall cabinets in an L shaped formation and our kitchen was so dark and I hated it. <laughs> I really, really Man, talk about you know struggling, struggling with things. I was really struggling with enjoying the hearth of our home, um, largely because of the lack of natural light. And the house just was starting to feel really comfortable and cozy. And we really come into it after buying it a couple of years ago. But the kitchen just never felt that way. And so I told my husband. It sounds crazy because most people are focused on cabinet space, but I'd be willing to lose two cabinets and put in a giant window. And that would make me so happy. And we um, were fortunate enough to be able to afford it. And um, we had them 
punch that hole in our kitchen. <laughs> and, and honestly, it has, we, we put a garden window in, so it has like the platform and it sticks out, um, on the house and it has made such a difference in that side of the house. It feels like a completely different kitchen. Um, it's beautiful. It lets in a ton of natural Southeast facing light into the house. And I'm just really so happy with it. It's made me feel so much more at home in my kitchen, which is really important to my practice. Um, being focused on the hearth and the house. It's just, it's difficult when that's your, your main focus in your practice and you just are having a hard time connecting to the kitchen. So we were able to do that. I the the area hasn't been painted. We just had them drywall or do the do the sheetrock around the window just a couple of days ago. So I haven't painted the kitchen yet, but I do need to get some pictures posted up of the window and how beautiful it looks now. If if it's within your means and it's something that you're able to do, if you're debating on adding light into a home, I don't think you'll ever regret it. It just changed my whole mindset. I just felt like so much stress and grief and resentment that I was carrying with me was just lifted off of me because I could have more light and beauty into the house. So I don't know, just really made me happy. Um, We also unexpectedly changed our flooring out for our entire home. (laughs) And that that was just, it's weird to think that like your house can make you feel depressed um, but I've been, I've been struggling with my mental health all year. And, and one of those triggers was definitely the way I felt about my home. And so much of that is driven by, um, influence. You know, I felt like my house needed to look a certain way. I felt like I was so jealous of what others had. Jealousy is not really a great reason for making any type of home, uh, Uh, like a home change, you know, but, um, it, it was definitely one of the reasons why I wanted to get new flooring, but also then we discovered a bunch of issues with our carpet and we were, we carpet all throughout our house and we were just having a really hard time with maintaining it. It was, we paid extra money for the pad, but we didn't pay enough money, I think for the carpet. And so the carpet quality was really not great. And we were running into a bunch of issues And then we also discovered so many problems with our bathroom floors. Just the the people who had sold us the house used such cheap uh, grout, or they did the grout wrong. I'm not really sure. And all the grout was completely breaking away from the tiles. The tiles, the poor tiles were snapping in half every time we stepped on them in the bathroom and crumbling to pieces. It was very strange. So we knew we had to replace, we knew we had to replace at least those floors. And we just decided to LVP the house and, um, oh gosh, what a tremendous difference it made in the house. Um, it was just, yeah, just like I said, just things that we had planned for the future that we just had some weird situations come up where we had to make some changes in the house. Flooring was definitely unexpected, but it was a necessity. Um, and I'm, I'm mad at myself for three years ago for not putting LVP in then and going through this carpet fiasco as we have. Um, so yeah, lots of changes on the inside of the house. Um, we've also just been decluttering, simplifying things, um, trying to keep the house 
feeling light and airy. And of course, I've been focusing a lot in the hearth space. We're doing a lot of DIY remodeling in the kitchen um, still. My dishwasher, of course, um, decided it was going to break. And it's like barely hanging on. We have another week before our dishwasher um, arrives. And so we're just trying to get through (laughs) with the dishwasher. So um, I told my husband, as soon as we get the dishwasher installed, I feel like our stove is going to (laughs) die. It's just, that's just how our luck's been going. So we'll see. We'll see. But um, nevertheless, we're focusing a lot of our DIY remodeling in that space to really feel attached to the kitchen and, and um, make it a, a working space for us all. Okay, let's get into the really fun part of this. I want to talk about what I'm looking forward to in 2024, what my goals are for 2024, and just kind of some stuff that's on my radar in 24 that I'm really excited about. So first things first, I wanted to talk about um, reading. A big focus for myself in 2023 was to get back on track with reading. This is not a luxury that everybody has. You know, we all have different amounts of time that we can dedicate to hobbies or reading or whatever it might be. Um, But I was someone who read all the time. I think I mentioned this a few episodes back that I read, like, I definitely hit my 50 books a year goal every single year for several years. And I usually read like closer to like 80 books a year. But I had a lot more free time back then. And after I had my kids, I was reading like one book a year, if that. And um, I I get very uh, relaxed, very relaxed. And and it really helps me de-stress when I can read. I find so much enjoyment in reading and getting lost in a really good book. Um, And so I was challenging myself in 23 to get back onto it. I wanted to read 50 books in 23, and I actually read 53. I was so proud. Now, disclosure here. I I know that some people feel like a book has to be a certain length in order for it to be counted on your uh, reading goal. Screw that. I do not buy into that. If you're reading novellas, you've read a book. Like I, I, Comic books count as a book for me. That's something that you're sitting down and you're reading. For me, I didn't have any comic books this year, but I did read a couple like shorter, like, uh, like cozy romances or cozy mysteries or things like that. Uh, I don't have time to read you know, like crime and punishment. <laughs> I just don't have time for that. I don't have time because I, I have to read in like shorter bursts when I, when I have time at night, I can't sit for a whole week and dedicate myself to reading something longer. Um, so I, I did read a couple of like four and 500 page novels. I read a number of those um, that were, the writing was easy enough that it was a pretty speedy read. Um, but yeah, I was very proud of myself that I hit my 53 books this year. Um, I'm going to challenge myself to read 100 in 2024. I'm really excited about that. I hope I can hit it. I've already uh, got 32 or 37 books lined up on my TBR. I opened up a my Notion the other day and identified all the books that I've bought and I haven't read. Well, I say all of them. They're all the ones that 
immediately came to mind. I'm sure I have other books in this house that have just been sitting around for who knows how long and I haven't read them, but I'm adding them to my TBR for this year. And I want to get all those books read. Um, but I had a few books for this year that are going to be released in 2024 and I'm really excited about them. And I wanted to highlight a few of them. Um, a year in the enchanted garden by Monica Crossan, Crossan, I'm not sure is coming out this year. That looks like a really good read. Also the cookbook of shadows by Melanie Marquis. I have, I don't, I didn't even need to read any further into anything. When I saw cookbook of shadows, I was like, add to wish list. Like that's all that I need. Um, I thought that was such a cute name. Forest Magic by Nikki Vandekar comes out this year as well. It has a subtitle. I didn't grab it when I was writing down my wish list, but I like Nikki Vandekar books. I've read a couple of them, and um, I always enjoy something that's directed at forest magic or earth magic. Um, also, Anna Franklin's The Hearth Witch's Everyday Herbal is coming out. I was so confused when I saw that on the 2024 releases because I could have sworn that I already bought this book. But I'm wondering if there's a different one that she released a couple of years ago. I don't know. I got to go through. I've got a couple of the Hearth Witch's books and I, I just... Regardless, if it's if it's new, it's coming out, I'm going to get it because I, I enjoy those. Um, there's also The Cottage Witch's Guide to Magic by Suzanne Lemon that I did pre-order. Um, I read the synopsis of that book and it sounded interesting. And I there's so few books out there that are cottage magic related, so I grabbed that. And then um, one book that I highlighted... Um, it's an older book, but I really love Ellen Dugan books. I've talked about Ellen Dugan before and all of her like cottage witchery books and, and nature witchcraft and things like that. Um, I picked up the other day, Book of Witchery. Is that what it's called? It's on my stand here. Yeah, Book of Witchery. Okay, so I had seen this book before. I, I knew that she wrote it. Let me grab it here. What is the copyright on this? Um, I think she wrote it after she released, um, Cottage Witchery. I'm pretty sure. Um, I think I'd be prepared for this, but I'm not. Um, what is your first publication? 2009? I think so, if I'm reading that correctly. So it came out a while ago. I have somewhere in my stack of TBR, I have the natural witchery book. Um, I have her cottage witchery. I have garden witchery and I have a couple of others. And I, for some reason, I thought that this book, book of witchery was a combination of her other books. And maybe it is, I haven't gotten into it, but um, I was thumbing through it. I actually found it at a discount bookstore, which is my favorite way to find books. Um, I was thumbing through it and I just, I discovered that the whole book is broken up into magic by day of the week. Like the whole book is like that. And I thought that was so fun. I, it's rare that I see a book structured that way, um, to where you could open it and just focus on a single section for whatever day you're looking at it. I don't know. I thought it was just super neat and picked it up. So that I just wanted to highlight that because I had passed that book up for years and had not read that and was disappointed in myself for passing it up. So those are just some things that I saw coming out 
in the spiritual and religion or whatever that category is of books. And I added those to my TBR, the ones prior to the Ellen Dugan book. Um, I don't know. We'll see what comes out for the rest of the year. I did pick up, I have a whole episode about my love of planners and almanacs and wanted to mention the ones that I have for 2024 that I'm going to be using for planning. I picked up another Practical Witches Almanac by Friday Gladheart. I I was trying to think. I don't know that I had one for 23, or maybe I did. I can't remember now. Um, because I was looking in my drawer the other day and I couldn't find it, but maybe I've already put it in the in the file cabinet. I don't know. So anyways, I got that one. The Practical Witches 2024 Almanac is great because something about the way that it's structured is very different than something you'd find from a Llewellyn datebook. And um, I enjoy all of the tidbits that are on the left-hand side of the page. Um, just little little tidbits on, on every single page except for the monthly pages, rituals, recipes, celebration things, just like you'd see in a normal um, almanac. But I just, I really, really enjoy them. It also has a lot of great references in the back that I just find, I think, I think it's probably my favorite almanac and planner because it really is more than an almanac. It really is a planner for the whole year. And then I did get a witch's date book this year. I, I still really like that. I kind of tend to take the witch's date book and combine a lot of stuff that I like about it into the Practical Witch's Almanac. And I'll probably do the same thing this year and just mainly use the Practical Witch's Almanac. But um, Llewellyn's Witch's Date Book, if you haven't picked it up, it is really nice. I like the spiral bound. And um, again, really great information. Um, I like that it has the color of every day. Uh, the recommended color of the day. That's fun. Oh yeah. Anyways, I also picked up the 2024 Herbal Almanac and the 2024 Sabbath Almanac. Um, I did not get some of the others that I normally get, like the Witch's Almanac, the Magical Companion, although I think I am going to pick that one up for 24. Um, but there's a couple others that I normally get. This year I kept it pretty small, and um, I opted to not get the Witch's Planner this year, which is a, a type of planner that I've used a few years in a row, and just kind of cut down um, what I have for planners. So, yeah. That's what I have for this year. Um, I'll keep you posted on how I how I feel about those, how those are coming around. Okay. Now getting into goals of 2024. Oh, I feel like I need to take a big drink of water for this. <laughs> okay, let's get ready. I, I broke this up into different sections um, for things that I'm trying to work on or things I want to achieve. So the first section that came to mind for me was my practice. What do I want to achieve in my practice? Um, the first thing that came to mind was the first thing I wrote down actually was become a better witch. And then I had to think on that sentence, reflect on it and think, what does that mean to me? What am I trying to achieve from here? And so what came out of that was being more consistent. I need to show up for myself more. I need to show up in my practice more and not, um, not to say put it above my mental health or anything like that, but 
allowing myself to relax my practice more so that it allows me to be more consistent um, and go as low key as I really need to in order to maintain that consistency. That's something I I have a goal for this year for sure. Um, With that, you know, continue celebrating key Sabbaths. There were a few this year that really didn't resonate with me and I chose not to celebrate them usually because of something that we had going on in our family or whatever it might be. Um, but I, I want to continue focusing on that, especially as my kids are getting older and I want to incorporate those into their life cycle as well and expose them to that and have them get more familiar with those, those holidays for us. And similarly, celebrating moon cycles. I actually think I did a pretty good job this year on remembering to prepare for different moon events. I I I was pretty good in comparison to the year prior, and especially in 2020. Um, But I would like to be more consistent in tracking my moon cycles and using that to benefit my practice. And I wanted to really pull my practice back. The fourth bullet that I had out of becoming a better witch was pulling my practice back to the basics of cottage witchery and not being something that I'm not. You know, focusing on what I feel like the four pillars of of cottage witchery are like protection, abundance, relationship management, and healing. I feel like those are the four most most important things. Um, that I work on in the home. And I want to focus on that. I want to bring myself back to that and, and, and keep those cycles going. Um, I also want to deepen my relationship with herbalism this year. I've been really tempted to take an herbalism class online. I might still do that. I'm not sure. I have, I do a lot of self-study with books. I've been working with plants a lot, but as I'll mention, when I get to my gardening goals, I, have a lot of ideas for building out my garden that would make it easier for me to, to have a stronger relationship with herbalism. And so I, I don't know, I'm really thinking about that. I want to find different ways that I can, I can increase that relationship. Also, um, I want to continue focusing on connecting with land spirits. I actually have an episode planned to talk about land spirits, my experience, and um, I I want to continue trying to develop that bond. The last thing is be better at documenting my journaling, or excuse me, my journey through journaling and um, being more consistent in adding more to my grimoire or to my journals. Um, a lot just happens and I get excited about it or maybe I'm sad about something and I just kind of forget to capture that moment and, and reflect, be able to reflect on it later on. So I want to be better at that. I have a bunch of different journals that I go through that I work through and I I just want to capture more um, than I have been. The next section that I have is for homesteading. I actually like two episodes from now, I want to talk about cottage magic and homesteading and the connection between the two of them and using homesteading practices to increase your cottage magic practices. So, um, so that's a, it's going to be a big resounding statement from me in 2024. And I know homesteading means a lot to different people, but for me, for 2024, I want to continue becoming more self-sufficient 
there's a lot of different reasons why people want to become self-sufficient. I'm not going to get into the politicalness of, of some of those, even though, you know, regardless of whether I agree with them or not, but for self-sufficiency, we in my area are having a big ecological crisis, which is the same for a lot of areas. Um, Heat waves, crop death, livestock issues, produce quality, produce delays, food delays in general. It's not the way that it was a couple of years ago during the pandemic, like the active part of the pandemic when no one could get food for a while. It's not like that. I know it is in some places, but food is just becoming a big struggle, um, I think, for everybody. And I want to rely on it less because I am just not sure it's going to be there for me if I need it in the future, if we have some type of crisis, Um, especially looking. I work in risk management, so I I look at our supply chain um, pulls and um, yeah, it's just it's, I don't know, it's not great. So I want to focus more on being able to help myself out. Um, I want to also be better at consistently preparing for my meal plans. I write meal plans. Um, I'm changing from a weekly meal plan to a monthly meal plan so that I can um, kind of look ahead and forecast a little bit better. I have the ability now because we just set up a new freezer in our garage. Um, I have the ability now to... Um, make freezer meals and have more stock on hand so that I can buy more for an entire month uh, of planning, whether rather before I was limited in how much I could buy at a time and prepare at a time, freeze, um, dry, whatever it would be. So I'm wanting to be more consistently prepared for those meals and being realistic. Like I'm not going to make an eight hour, (laughs) uh, like French dish. I have done this before. And it's when you cook something and it's like a six hour day of cooking. Um, I'm not going to be doing that on like a Tuesday afternoon when I get home way late in the evening. So I'm just kind of preparing those meals, being better at planning out when I'm going to have certain things. Um, really sticking to eating seasonally and educating my family on eating seasonally and changing our eating habits. Uh, That's just the the better thing to do for our produce, for our budget, and um, something that once we are able to grow more of our food will be a part of our natural rhythm anyway. And so um, that's a big focus that I have in 24. Um, also on the homestead, we're going to build a new chicken coop this year. There was a whole thing earlier this year where it was taking me forever to get that chicken coop built. I finally did before the chickens got out there. However, as we have gone through this year with the coop, I have learned a lot of things that I like and things that I do not like. Excuse me, I had to get some water. A big thing, if you're thinking about getting chickens... This has suddenly turned into a chicken podcast, but I'm really passionate about this. If you're thinking about cleaning chicken or getting chickens, think about cleaning the coop. I was thinking about housing the chickens and I hate my coop when it comes to cleaning. It is incredibly difficult. Um, I'm looking to add three to four new chickens to the flock this year. And, um, 
So that's going to be more poop to clean up. I mean, that's really what it comes down to. More poop, more poop, more random feathers and stuff like that that I need to clean up. And so we're wanting to, we're just going to build our own. Uh, I don't even think we're going to do plans. We're just going to kind of use the chicken coop that we have as a rough sketch, essentially, of what we want to build. But I want my entire back of the coop to open on like hydraulics uh, and like, you know what I mean? <laughs> the hydraulic lift things on doors. And then I want to be able to just fully sweep and rake out the back without having any hindrance. I have a lot of lips on my coop right now, small doors and lips that cause a lot of problems when you're trying to get everything out and getting in there and scrub. So that's going to be a big thing. I'm excited to document that and track how that goes, but we're it's going to be fun. I want to make it big enough to hold 12 chickens comfortably because that is the most we could have in my area. And I don't know that we'll ever get a flock that size, but we might. I mean, we're really, we're supplying all of the eggs for my parents as well as using eggs ourselves. And so um, right now that's difficult. We can't supply eggs for my, for my parents because the, the, the girls have gone into lower production because it's winter. Um, but next year, I, I don't know. Once I get that, that second group uh, laying consistently, we're, we're really going to have a lot of eggs. And, and I think, who knows? Who knows what we'll do with that? The last thing on the homestead we're thinking about adding is bees. Now, I don't know that I'm going to be adding bees to the homestead this year. Um I think I'm going to start planning that structure, but that that is something that I'm wanting to learn more about, find a mentor, educate myself about, um, and having a hive either in 24 or in 25. And I, I think that'd be a great addition to our homestead. Um, so I'm really excited about that. I really have a strong love for bees and a strong connection. I do a lot for bees in our yard now, but you can always do more. And so I'm, I'm wanting to do more. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. I'll let you know. If you have bees, let me know. I want to know all your experiences. I'm so fascinated by backyard bees. Okay. In the garden, controversial goals here. I am not going to be planting a garden this year. This is a big reason why I'm not sure that I'm going to be doing bees because I'm not going to have any pollinating flowers. So I probably won't end up doing bees unless I change my mind about the garden. We are going to be reconstructing all of our garden buildings. <laughs> it's, it's, it feels so ridiculous. Like I've, I've just lost it when it comes to home remodeling right now, but hear me out. Stay with me. Okay. So I was talking about herbalism earlier. I became inspired recently that I really want to build a specific raised bed patch of medicinal herbs. I just, I feel very strongly. It was like a calling almost. I just woke up one day and was like, I want to have a garden of medicinal herbs. Um, And not just having a couple of them mixed around here and there, like very specifically purposed herbs. And that, the idea of having that new set of beds really made me start thinking about the entire structure of our garden, our garden buildings, 
and just how everything's laid out and what I really need for the future. And a big reason why for our garden, I don't think I'm going to be planting anything is because I think I will be spending all of our time this summer and the whole of the year, honestly, getting the infrastructure to where we really need it to be for our household. And then I don't want to have the stress of trying to maintain a garden throughout that time. Um, so building the, the new medicinal garden patch. But in addition to that, we're actually going to be extending our greenhouse. So we have a greenhouse right now that is a nine, uh, what is it? Eight by seven, eight by nine. I can't remember right now. We're going to be expanding it out to where it's 15 feet long. Um, so we're going to double it in size. Um, I, getting in there this year into the greenhouse, I don't have enough room. Um, I ran out of space very quickly. Um, I also need to relocate our greenhouse. So we're going to be disassembling it to some extent and moving it. Um, I need to relocate it because I thought I based my position off of where I wanted the front door to be. And I should have been basing my position off of the back and side wall because I really struggled with heat regulation during the summer. Um, I've got a west, a west sun, and it was just brutal in my greenhouse. My greenhouse is like 120 degrees when the summer really picked up about July and August. It, you couldn't go in there. It was sweltering. Fans were on. We got a bunch of solar fans. The window, the doors were constantly open, and just I could not get that heat down. I've learned a lot since then. Um, we ended up taking everything out of the greenhouse and I, I moved everything around so that nothing was really growing in the greenhouse anymore. But I learned a lot and I have a lot of new plans for what I want to do, including a misting system. And so um, we're going to be moving the existing greenhouse after we dismantle it to another area, expanding it by doubling it in size. And then um, I'm going to be adding in some shade covering on the west side. We're looking to add a misting system. We're looking to add electricity out there so that we can have um, probably not a mini split of something I thought about, but I don't know. I, I definitely want to have heat and cool with fans. Um, we're also, when we do the dismantling, of the garden building and we, we put or of the greenhouse and we put up the second uh, section um, I'm going to be putting windows in that can open because right now I only have a top roof and the door that can open um, the, the greenhouse in the end will have two doors one on each side two roof panels and then I want to add in windows that I can open um, and that I think will really allow for great airflow and, um, and help with the heating and cooling. And so I'm just very excited. I need to get all of this set up so that I can start hopefully in the winter, um, start working on that year round garden that I've been trying to achieve. Similarly, um, with our garden building, which is just our collection of raised beds. Um, we put all that kind of finishing touches on that this year with the exception of the door. And we didn't finish out the flooring because we couldn't find the right stone. Um, but in looking at this greenhouse um, and after we did some different structure in our backyard, we're actually going to be um, dismantling our garden building this year and we're going to be moving it so that it's 
following the same direction of the greenhouse. We're going to move it back um, closer to our property line to give us some more space in the yard. And we're going to be expanding it by two feet. And um, yeah, I'm really <laughs> excited about it. I bought some plans for that because I really loved the design that I saw. And I think I'm probably going to do a couple of edits to those plans. Um, but I, we're, we're moving the, the whole structure back towards the property line so that I can make it bigger because I found out what I thought was big enough was not big enough for us. And so we're going we're gonna to change all that out. So that should be fun. Um, I'm going to build a new garden shed for myself this year so that I have some extra greenhouse storage, probably like a six by six or a six by four shed, um, that I'm just going to build a wooden, a wooden shed that I need. Um, and additional raised beds are going to go in after that. So my whole garden layout is going to look completely different. And my husband and I talked about it. In addition to wanting to build the new chicken coop, we're going to be putting in a new shed that we have on our concrete pad. We also hope, um, like maybe in the following year, that we're going to be able to build a home office for my husband in between two of the structures. So um, in light of all that, we just opted to not... Um, to not have a garden this year. I'll probably have a few things um, for us, but my mom who lives right down the street from us has a garden. It's resting right now and is ready for, we'll be ready for next year. And we're just going to spend our time focusing on helping her grow that produce and then um, using that produce shared, um, but not having our own, our own place. But the following year, we'll start that again. And I'm really excited. Initially, I was very heartbroken to not be raising anything this year. But I know um, I need to be kind to myself and not put too much on my plate. And I'm going to have a lot on my plate with dismantling and re reconstructing <laughs> several buildings. Um, so but yeah, I'm just I'm really excited about that of, you know, when you spend a couple of years through trial and error of trying to figure out what your house needs how many plants you need to grow. Um, we had some trees that we lost and so our lighting changed. So just trying to figure all of this out, um, uh, we've, we've, we feel like we've really identified our needs and like we know we want to put a hive in, we want to uh, put a, a beehive in. So we need to find a place for that and kind of structure the garden around that. Um, yeah, I'm very excited about it. You, you could, if you were looking at me, you'd be able to see, I'm sure, the glow on my face because I'm so excited for what we're going to plan out. Um, it's so much hard work. I wish I could clone myself or have six of myself or whatever because uh, my back's getting old, guys. I can't. I, I struggle with like lifting stuff these days and, and whatnot. But um, I think we found a few partners who can help us um, like in a contractor and actually our next door neighbor unfortunately lost his job and is really handy. And so I might be able to lean on them uh, to see if they can help us. Sometimes I just need someone to help me lift a roof structure because, you know, we often have to put those in it as whole pieces. So yeah, it'll be good. I'll keep you posted. Uh, more water. Okay. It's dry in here. Um, for the home, 
I have some home goals. I've got a, I feel like my, my, uh, my goals are too big, too big for me right now, but I think, I think this is where we're, what we're going to be able to achieve. Um, we would like to replace our stove this year if we're financially able to do so. So I've got a goal for at least investigating that. I have an electric stove right now, but I have gas in my house and I'd like to consider a gas stove um, for many different reasons. But um, for the, the, the type of cooking that I do, I guess, I don't know how to phrase it. Um, I think a gas stove would, would function a lot better. Um, we're also wanting to manage the lighting in our home to create more of a cozy atmosphere in the house. Um, we don't have a lot of lighting as it is aside from natural lighting. So at nighttime, it's difficult for us to use anything other than the overhead light in a couple of rooms because we don't have a lot of lamps. We didn't prioritize that. And so that's something that I'm working on this year is finding some, some lighting that will work well into our home. Um, we're also considering a deck or a patio. Um, we, we have right now some furniture that just sits in our grass. Yeah, just in our grass. And um, we're wanting to have some, like a more official spot. I don't know. We possibly will be able to get lawn furniture this year. I don't know. Um, we found a picnic basket or a picnic table. I keep saying picnic basket. We, keep, we found a picnic table that I thought would be really nice for our kids and our family when they come over and have barbecues. So we are hopefully going to be putting something like that out there. And so I think hubby and I are going to uh, brick out a patio out there this year if we're able to. Um, and we're also... Uh, this is more of like, I guess, a garden thing, but um, we're also hoping to replace some of the trees that we lost and put a tree in our front yard and maybe a tree in the back, depending on what I can find. Um, I <laughs> I heard from someone recently. Um, I can't think of the website. Okay, this is all I will share because I don't want to give this away. <laughs> I don't want to give this away if it's limited to select select quantities and, and not everybody can have this. But um, there's like an Arbor Day special on some website where if you like sign up and you pay a, a minimal fee, they send you like four trees um, that are native to your area. And I was like, hot dog, I'm hoping to do that this year and get some trees for that. So, um, but I, I don't really know anything of like where you're supposed to go. I think it's an Arbor Day sale. Maybe if you Google it, you'll be able to find it. I also have no idea if it's select quantities. I don't know. But um, I don't know. Google it. See if you can find that if you look in the market for some trees. Um, but I want to put some trees in the yard. I also, just in general for the house, we're giving a visual facelift to a lot of the rooms that we have. We're going to be repainting a lot of the rooms, if not all of them, by the end of the day. Um... I am trying to figure out what I want to do for my cabinets. I think I'm going to sand all of them and repaint them this year in my kitchen. Um, find a way for me to refinish my countertop. Um, refinish my backsplash that I have. So, you know, my whole kitchen's getting a bit of a makeover. But also just in general, um, 
want to just kind of work on some things that, that make the home feel more like ours and not somebody else's. For myself, um, I want to be kinder to myself. I'm really hard on myself. I definitely am my own worst enemy, my own worst critic. I have really high expectations for myself and I'm very difficult. I'm very tough on myself and I don't meet those expectations. And um, I need to be nicer to myself and give myself a break every so often. Um, That goes into my next one, which is allowing myself to take breaks without feeling guilt something else I struggle with a lot. Um, Accepting help from others. That is probably the most difficult thing for me to do. And I really want to work on that in 2024. I, I just, I, I cannot, I can't ask for help. That is so hard. I've been working on that for a while now. Um, But even accepting the help that is offered is, is tough for me. And I want to be better at that. Um, and my last self goal is taking time for myself and reminding myself that I deserve it. I struggle with a lot of mom guilt about taking time for myself and just a lot of guilt in general. I think the narrative that I always have in my head that I tell myself is that I don't deserve a break. I don't deserve time off. I need to be working myself to death 24 seven. That is just an issue that I have that I'm working through. And I think a lot of you can probably relate. Um, But I, if I take time away from my kids or time away from my family or do anything other than spend time with my family, um, you know, I tell myself that I'm bad and I, um, I don't deserve this break and I self-sabotage and all kinds of stuff. So following up with be kinder to myself. I want to allow myself to take breaks and take time out for things. The last goal set that I have is for the podcast. So I have had a lot of ideas on the back burner that I have built out for ages. And it has just been so difficult for me to find the time to record. And but I've I've got several episodes fully planned out, and nearly ready to go. It's like the same song and dance that I had last year. I know, but hopefully it'll be a different tune. I have a lot of support from my husband on finding time for this. My kids are getting older, so things are getting easier. I have a little bit more free time. It's absolutely impossible to have free time when you have a newborn. And when you also have a newborn and a toddler, even having two smaller toddlers (laughs) was just like a nightmare in terms of finding time for anything. Um, But as my kids get older, they're more independent, you know, such as the nature of of growing up. And that does allow me to have less sleepless nights and more time in the evenings and and things like that. So um, I should be able to have have a lot more time to record. Um, So like the very next episode is going to be continuing with the theme of looking at a year ahead of us. Um, I'm actually going to be restocking and charging my household cleaners that I use for magical and cleaning purposes, like my floor washes, the protection door spray that I have, the glass cleaner that I use for closing portals. And so I need to restock all of that for the year. And I'm going to probably just live record as I do it and walk you through all of the cleaners that I have in my 
in my inventory. And, um, I don't know. I might record a reel for that too. I don't know. So, but that's the very next thing that I have planned out. And it's a very real thing that I need to do. And so I'm going to be recording while I do that. I also have an episode planned out, as I talked about earlier, for connecting um, the homestead to cottage magic. And that's some uh, very real stuff that I, I need to do there as well. Um, but a lot of my focus this year is going to be about making my home feel sacred and safe and creating ties to it and creating ties to the land. So that's probably going to be a big part of the focus for my 2024 episodes. So if that's something that you're interested in, I hope you come on the journey with me. Um, but that's just, that's where I'm headed in my practice. And um, I have a lot to say there. And I'm, I have a lot that I'm excited about. Also, of course, I'll continue doing updates for the garden stuff, the homestead stuff as, as I keep going through, but yeah. So those are my goals for this year. It feels very ambitious, but at the same time, I'm trying to take it in bite-sized pieces, but I don't want to, I have a tendency. Let me finish the sentence here, Amanda. I have a tendency to, um, focus so much in one area and not at all in another. Like if I put all these goals in gardening, then I just don't think about the home at all. Maybe that's my ADHD. I don't know. Um, but I, I just, I tend to do that. And then I struggle, like everything else seems to fall to the wayside, I guess is what I'm saying. And so I'm trying to do little pieces in different sections that will be easier for me to achieve. And, um, just kind of keep myself, keep myself going. So, yeah. So those are my goals for the year. I'm looking forward to 2024. It's a fresh start every year. Um, even though it's not, (laughs) it is, but it's not, we know. So, um, but I'm, I'm trying to, to really turn in a, a new leaf, so to speak this year. So what are you working on? I really want to know. Um, I hope that you are able to make time for yourself in 2024, make time for your practice, learn something new. Um, you know, fangirl or fanboy or whatever over, over something interesting or silly. Just take time for fun. I hope that's what you're able to do for 2024. And you can connect me over at Instagram at a practical home podcast. And I would really love to see what you're working on in 2024. I just think that would be so interesting or shoot me an email at a practical home podcast at gmail.com. I <laughs> think about that. Um, because I, I love seeing what other people are working on that really inspires me. And I think that that's a tag I'm going to be focusing on in 2024 when, whenever goals start getting posted uh, on the different social medias. So yeah, I hope that you find this episode useful when it comes to setting goals and thinking about what you're going to do for the next year. Um, and I will continue updating about my... I guess my mental health journey, I don't really know what else to call it because I feel like 
that is a really important thing to talk about, especially as it relates to a spiritual practice, because it's all tied together so closely, isn't it? Um, you know, it's, it should be, I feel like your spiritual practice should be a tool for your mental health. Um, rather than an adversary. And, and sometimes it is an adversary for me. So I'll continue updating on how I feel, how I'm treating myself. Um, cause I need to be accountable to myself and, um, put some focus in there. So I think that's all that I have for this week. Sorry to ramble here at the end. It's just getting late in the afternoon. I'm getting tired. <laughs> and, and I'm thinking about all the things that I have to do this evening. Um, but have a beautiful new year. I hope that we can talk soon. Um, and I'll see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.